Hey everyone, it's your host Carmita, and I'm back. Did you guys miss me? I totally missed you guys over the last two weeks. This is Missing in the PNW, and of course, I want to thank and welcome all of my returning listeners back. I want to welcome all of the new listeners and just thank everyone again for all of their support the last two weeks. I finished my first semester back in college, successfully passed all of my finals. So thank you again for being so understanding about my two-week hiatus so I could totally focus on that. I haven't got final grades yet, but I believe I passed all classes with Bs, so that's pretty good. All right, so let's start, of course, like always, and get into stats. Um, Looking at the post that I did two weeks ago for the last episode, which was Tyrone and Jerome, it had reached um, at the time... About 700 people and had over 130 post engagements. Of course, now with a couple weeks, it's reached over 2,100 people and has had over 300 post engagements. So you guys helping spread the word, share the page, share the post, everything you guys are doing, trust me, you guys are helping a lot. So I totally appreciate that. Uh, Also, the podcast Facebook page has over 650 likes and follows now, which is freaking amazing. We are well on our way over to 700 people. Um, And as far as downloads, I have almost 1,200 downloads. So you guys are doing great. I really appreciate everyone. Just remember to like, subscribe, auto-download if you're on apps like Apple Podcasts, stuff like that, that you can leave comments. Go ahead and leave me a review. Let me know what you guys want to hear. So before we get into today's episode, I have to give you guys another little trigger warning. So of course, I work in the medical field. You guys know that. But I'm not a doctor. I've worked with a lot of people with mental health issues, uh, veterans, People who are addicted to different things, um, alcohol, gambling, drugs, stuff like that. Um, Again, I'm not an expert. I do know, I guess a little bit, you know, being that I work in the medical field. But I by no means am a doctor. Um, And today we are going to be discussing some pretty sensitive mental health topics, including suicide. So that is why I just wanted to throw that little trigger warning out there. Um, We will, after kind of the whole episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about some mental health myths and facts, just because it's one of those things that, again, does not get discussed enough. Um, And we need to really bring attention to that because, guys, it's okay to be okay, but it's also okay to not be okay. Let's just keep that in mind. We'll go through everything. And, of course, I'll have everything posted on the Facebook page. You guys are more than welcome to leave comments, ask me questions. I'll try to answer whatever I can. So today we're going to discuss the missing person case of Krishna Venkatesh. 
Now, Krishna's a Microsoft Windows program manager. Like, dude is super smart. And if you're super into technology, computers, video games, you're a total nerd like I am, dude, working at Microsoft would be awesome. But again, that's just me. Anyways, per the Daily Mail online, it had been reported that Krishna was out with coworkers on Tuesday, October 14th, 2014 at a trivia night. He went to work the next day and the next evening on Wednesday, October 15th, around 6 p.m., Krishna was last seen leaving the Microsoft campus where he worked in Redmond, Washington. Now, Redmond is just over a three-hour drive north of, yep, you guessed it, my hometown of Portland, Oregon. Um, However, Krishna actually didn't live in Redmond. He lived on the 1600 block of Belmont Avenue in the Capitol Hill neighborhood in Seattle, Washington. And I looked it up and from his house in Seattle to the Microsoft campus where he worked at in Redmond was only about a 20 minute drive. So he wasn't too far from home. On Friday, which would have been the 17th of October, when Christian did not show up for work after missing two days in a row, which was super weird for him, a co-worker actually went to check on him. Now, I found two different articles about when the official missing persons report was filed. One said that it was filed Friday evening. Um, however, another said it wasn't filed until the following Monday, which was October 20th. And only after a tip had came in about a place called Deception Pass. That tip was actually from his car GPS being tracked. And that is where police found Krishna's gray Toyota Corolla near the base of Deception Pass Bridge. And that's actually about an hour and a half north of Seattle. So he was a good 80 miles away from where he lived. The car was locked. Nothing inside was missing or looked weird. Police actually believe Krishna drove there after work that Wednesday. I mean, the car looked totally normal. So Deception Pass Bridge, it's actually not one, but it's the common name for two two two-lane bridges on Washington State Route 20, which connects Whidbey Island in Island County to Fidalgo Island and Skagit County. Um, the bridge is actually on the National Register of Historic Places. It's a pretty common landmark in the Puget Sound region of Washington and is a pretty common place to take pictures as um, it's actually really pretty in the spring and summertime. Unfortunately, the bridge does have a dark history. So the Spaniards are actually the ones that named the bridge Deception because although it looks nice, it's actually super treacherous. It is a 180 foot drop into the water and it has a deep and turbulent channel that connects to the ocean. So it's pretty easy to get sucked under and sucked out to sea. Also, unfortunately, the bridge is known to have several suicides a year. In 2020, it was actually reported that there were 21 suicides, 
But police say that that exact number could be higher as there may be some that they don't know about. The actually only way that they track these are one by um, witnesses. So people who've actually seen people jump off the bridge or stuff like that. And then two, when bodies wash up on the beach pretty close to where the bridge is, um, they kind of count it like that. So again, it can be higher than they actually know. Just earlier this year as well, in July 2021, there was a renewed effort to install some sort of barrier as there were two more witness suicides just in the beginning to mid-July. There were actually 12 suicides total for this year. Um, I'm not sure if there's, hopefully not, but I'm not sure if there's been any more in the last five months. Um, Over the last couple of years, there had been efforts to try to prevent these unfortunate tragedies But I couldn't figure out if it was like a money issue, if the bridge is unstable. I know a lot of the bridges here in the Pacific Northwest are kind of getting redone to be like that big earthquake ready. Uh, So I'm not sure, you know, why they haven't actually done something to prevent these suicides. Um, In 2018, a group had placed several rocks along the bridge with inspirational messages. And there's actually a woman, I couldn't find her name, but there's a woman who paid out of pocket for an emergency phone to be installed on the west side of the bridge that calls directly to 911. So, you know, hopefully, like, these people go, they see these rocks, they can call 911 and talk to somebody. And then also it's there, unfortunately, for the people who do witness these things. So you guys know that I don't like to speculate at all. I want to give you the facts. I want to give you what I know. I am totally open for discussions and for you guys to tell me stuff. But I don't like to speculate. I did see some articles, though, that stated that some friends and loved ones believe Krishna is not coming back. And there was also some evidence that he may have jumped from the bridge. Um, However, the police are really quick to say that this case remains open and he is still considered a missing person. Krishna was 27 years old at the time of his disappearance. He is described as a funny and loving man who enjoyed bad puns and was a great friend. I mean, who doesn't love a great pun or a bad pun? (laughs) See what I did there? Krishna is actually an American-born Indian. So this is another marginalized community that can get misconstrued or, you know, misunderstood what that means is krishna was born in america but his background his family his origins his culture is from india he's described as five foot six inches tall weighing 155 pounds with black hair and brown eyes Of course, if you have any tips, if you saw anything, if you heard anything, if you know anything, reach out to Seattle Police at 206-625-5011. Of course, you can leave an anonymous tip. 
That's always cool. It would really be nice for this family to get some more closure, um, whether it's good or bad. I just, you know, you never know what people are going through. People could be so cheerful. People could look happy. A lot of suicides are actually planned the day of. So it's not, you know, sometimes there are no, there's no signs and it's, it's really sad. Um, But that's another thing that I actually want to talk about. I want to talk about some mental health facts and myths about mental health because guys, especially around the holidays, mental health is so important. Everyone is going crazy. Everyone's trying to please everyone. You are dealing with family members or friends who you don't deal with the rest of the year. Mental health is just still so stigmatized. And we are making some progress, but we have a lot more to go. So a little bit of mental health facts for you. Actually, one in five American adults have experienced a mental health issue. One in 10 young adults experience a period of major depression. One in 25 Americans lived with a serious mental illness, such as schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, or major depressive disorder. Suicide is actually the 10th leading cause of death in the United States. More than 41,000 people die each year from suicide. And that's actually more than double the homicide rate in the United States. Now, some common myths about mental health and all of these myths and facts you guys can find on mentalhealth.gov. Again, I will list that in the show notes. So one myth is that children don't experience mental health problems. Fact is, even very young children can experience this. Half of all people show signs of mental health before the age of 14, and three-quarters of mental health disorders begin before the age of 24. Another myth, which I actually think this one is a little more common, is that people with mental health problems are violent. The fact is only 3 to 5% of violence comes from individuals living with a serious mental health condition. A lot of people kind of put those two things together and it's very, very disheartening because most people with mental health issues, they, they don't have, they're not violent. They're, they're not trying to hurt anybody. Um, Another myth, people with mental health issues cannot control themselves to hold down a job, are steady, blah, blah, blah. That is false. Fact is, people with mental health issues are just as productive, are hard workers, are motivated. And uh, this one, this myth, I've heard friends talk about. I've talked about it. I hate it. But probably the biggest mental health myth and the one that I feel like is part of the reason why mental health is so stigmatized is the myth that people with mental health issues can just snap out of it. They're lazy and or they're weak. Facts are, that's not true at all. There are many contributing factors to mental health. 
It could be your environment that you grow up in, genetics. It can be uh, trauma that you've experienced, PTSD, postpartum. There's a lot of different things that can contribute to mental health. And it is a real illness. I've suffered mental health. I, You guys know my husband, my first husband passed away almost two and a half years ago. I've had PTSD. I've had anxiety. I've been depressed. Um, unfortunately, with our father's death, my kids sometimes go through uh, periods of PTSD. It's not something that's fun. And people who have these disorders, I mean, they wish they could just snap out of it. But that's not reality. And again, it's okay to not be okay. And a lot of people I know, they don't want to talk about it. They don't, they're afraid of being judged. They don't want to say anything just because of that stigma. And um, actually for that reason in particular... There are a lot of different mental health programs. A lot of it's free. A lot of it's paid by insurance now. Um, There's treatments that you can get. There's medications. A lot of stuff has been more kind of available to the public as people are going through stuff. And I encourage you, you know, if you don't want to talk to somebody, maybe text somebody shoot an email, leave a comment, just reach out to somebody because everyone out there that is experiencing mental health issues, just know that you are not alone. There are people who know what you are going through. There are people who have been where you are. There are people who have been worse than where you are. It's not something that anyone should have to deal with alone. And I really am grateful for my fiance who helps me with my anxiety, um, friends and family who I know that I could talk to if I needed to. There's always just someone out there that cares more than you know. And again, I'm not saying that Krishna did unfortunately jump off that bridge um but from articles from friends and loved ones it is a possibility and i am so sorry that he felt like that was the only thing that he could do if that is truly what happened but he's still technically a missing person so guys be on the lookout for krishna venkatesh again he was 27 years old at the time of his disappearance he is an American born Indian, five foot six inches tall, weighing 155 pounds, with black hair and brown eyes. Seattle police can be reached at 206 625 And guys, if you or someone you know is feeling thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1 800 273. 8255. Also, um, I would encourage you just please check on your friends, check on your neighbor, check on your family. 
life is too short, guys. So just please, you can also text, um, text start to 678-678. You can reach a counselor that way. Again, like I said, a lot of people don't like to talk about it. Um, but again, uh, text start to 678-678 and you can reach someone. Also, um, that number is actually for the Trevor Project. Um, and then the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, once again, is 1-800-273-8255. Now, of course, I'll have a regular episode next Wednesday. But I am working on a special little episode, which hopefully this time I can actually get my hosting site to drop the episode on the right day. Um, But it's either going to come out Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. So stay tuned for that. I will talk to you guys later. Please take care of yourself and your loved ones. Remember, have fun, but be safe.